We lost a friend this week, didn't we? We did. This is somebody that we trusted, that we saw eye to eye with. We shared a whole value set with them, or at least we thought we did. And then we found out they didn't like Gloucester services. Oh, <laughs> I was really worried then. Who in their right line oh, God. doesn't like Gloucester services? Oh, to be fair to him, he did turn up, and I, I get this because we turned up there late once, and uh, our very good friend turned up at half past seven and there was no food. So, um, so That just heightens the anticipation for next time. Yeah, but you're really hungry and you've still got a long way to go. John, you're our neighbour, we love you, but I'm not sure there's any coming back from this. <laughs> We've just come back from Gloucester Services, actually, haven't we? Uh, we have, what, a couple of hours ago. We've certainly put in the miles once again this week. Um, about a thousand. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll go into that because we've had to divide and conquer. Yeah, um, but yeah, we've just we had a flying visit through a compulsory stop at uh, Gloucester Services. I got my uh, fruit jellies for the road. Oh, did you? <laughs> what else did we have? I just had my usual. Oh, we just shared a chicken wrap, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. They were actually low on food today. Yeah, very busy. Very, very busy. Very busy. It felt like summer actually, didn't it? Gloucester Services update. Yeah. Anyway, it has been a crazy week. Um, we have got a lot to go through, actually, in this episode. So um, we better get cracking we into it. We have, yeah, because uh, we've still got lots to do today. We, we have, absolutely. Um, well, you've got your six-hour hair appointment, you mean. I have, that we yeah. talking about. Yeah, for, you, for those of you that don't know what I look like, you would imagine that I have, like, really long, luscious locks. I don't. I just have a very, very, very good hairdresser who takes his time. Um, so we need to talk about the Christmas photo shoot at Little Hayes yeah. and uh, possibly the best review that we've ever had. Yeah. Um, we need to talk about a new property opportunity we've mm -hmm. been looking at, one of yeah. these opportunities we said we weren't yeah. going to be looking at. Mark's talking about And we catch up with Jenna for some breaking news on the podcast mm -hmm. today. So lots to get into. So I think we should probably just get going. Let's do it. Hello everyone, my name is Mark Winship. And my name is Caroline Winship and together we run hotels and vacation rentals across the UK. With our team. Well, of course with our team, we couldn't do it without them. And one thing's for sure, though, there is never a dull moment. Well, you can say that again. Welcome to the Secret Service Podcast. Are we going with the Secret Service Podcast or Secret Service Podcast? So as I said, we have had to divide and conquer this week. We've done the rounds. Um, I had a nice 4.45 a.m. start uh, earlier this week, heading down to Yeovil for a mm. fire risk assessment. Meanwhile, you'd been deployed down to Little Hayes for a, uh, a Christmas photo shoot. And uh, we kind of met up and then looped around to come and meet you in Lindhurst. So yeah, it's, been, um, it's been a full-on week. We've certainly not spent a lot of time at home. Mm. Um, but it's been, uh, again, a very varied week, never a dull moment. Um, the fire risk assessment at Eaton House um, went through um, fairly uh, uneventful, really. Um, oh, good. Fairly... See, we haven't even, listeners, we haven't even caught up with each other. No, we talk about this podcast being cathartic. It's actually useful because quite often it is actually our first chance to download as to what has been happening in the week, particularly if we've been uh, if we've been in different mm. places. So, um, yeah, it was um, 
largely uneventful. He was uh, quite comfortable, quite pleased with the setup, um, with everything we've got there. As always, a few. It's, it's quite an interesting process, to be fair, to to um, to look at things through that lens mm. and see how he sees it. There's a couple of things here and there. We've got store cupboards that um, would ideally need to be fire doors um, but um, he's happy for us to fit the intermittent strips to the existing doors that's just the store cupboards um, there was uh, a pane of glass above one of the doors you know one of those like um, what's it called we have the it's quite old school isn't it now I used to have one in my bedroom when I was a kid you know you have the little pane of glass above the door mm. um, so there's the store cupboards have both got that and one of them has got fireproof glass and he told me how to identify the difference and one hasn't so. Yeah, so we would need to board that, um, plasterboard over that, basically, okay. to seal that. So we're talking fine little details. That's really here. good news, really good yeah. news. Yeah, so that, that was uh, that was useful. It's peace of mind for us. Um, but no, that, that went through without a hitch, which was good. Um, and we have also, as part of this process, um, I don't think I mentioned this last time on the podcast, we've discovered a new app um, that we're using to log all of our, our property compliance, our fire compliance app called TO. Um, which is which is really useful, so that we can see we get visibility of everything in one place, and we get a central dashboard. So we're getting there. We're getting there, pulling everything together, um, and then swinging over to you, where you were busy, um, basically having a, a, a mini Christmas <laughs> in October. Weren't you? Yeah, yeah. So um, I've reached out to Hampshire Life to see if we could get in um, the magazine as part of the Stay New Forest, uh, the property management company we have down in the New Forest. And uh, I really wanted to showcase the property and um, I reached out to them and they said, yeah, it'd be really good to feature in our Nova November issue as part of a Christmas theme. Have you got any Christmas photos? I went, um, no, but I can get some. Give us a couple of days. <laughs> we'll sort it out. So a big shout out to, to Liam, the photographer who managed to squeeze us into his very busy schedule. Um, and my sister who helped out enormously, my good friend Karen, who lent us a Christmas tree. And we are actually surrounded by Christmas decorations at as the moment, as we speak. Taken over our mini studio here, but you guys did an amazing job. It was, I, I, I wasn't really involved. I kind of, yeah, I couldn't. I didn't have the headspace no, no, for that. No. And um, yeah, you did an amazing job. It looked fantastic. Yeah. The photos are a bit uh, wonderful, aren't yeah. they? And and Kim and Lee pulled it together on the cleaning front as well. They they sort of pulled the stops out to get it all ready for us to be able to to shoot um, all the scenes. So fingers crossed that's going to be appearing in the November issue for Hampshire Life. So uh, yeah, it went really well, and we we even decorated it listening to Mariah Carey. So. Uh, so yeah, that was, I really enjoyed doing that. It was really exciting. It was wasn't quite so exciting taking all the decorations down. Yeah, you get the highs and the lows of Christmas all within twelve hours. But I'm quite OCD about when I take the decorations down at home. They all go in a bag for the room. The room is labelled with like Christmas uh, dining room, kitchen, conservatory. And unfortunately, they're all jumbled up now. So I think when I actually put the decorations out again. I'm definitely going to need a double dose of Mariah Carey and perhaps mulled wine at the same time. Well, we were caught on the hot by this a little bit, weren't we? Um, and I've had to use a lot of our own uh, decorations, essentially. But um, ideally, we would now look at whether this becomes an upsell. Mm. Um, it's quite a unique property. Um, it, well, it's already booked for Christmas. Um, and I would imagine um, that that might be quite an attractive um you know opportunity yeah upsell for someone is if we were to dress it but then we would need you know a whole new set of you know an artificial tree and, 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 and it's grossing up as well and you know it, it did take i would say to dress it to the level we dressed it 
probably six, eight hours. And if you you cost that out, mm. you know, you I personally look at it and think, wow. I don't think don't know why to go to town on it as much as you did for the photo shoot. I think it would be, oh, they'll be do a tree yeah. and uh, you're not going to do the table. You've no, probably got a garland on the table, but you're not going to lay the table yeah. and do all of that. So, yeah, it, it has, as always, you know, you're thinking personal touches. I'm thinking how to systemize it. Um, but, um, but there's something in that. It's quite a unique property. And I think, you know, for the kind of money that people are paying to stay there, you know, Another few hundreds, not that's what I'm doing. Being like two, three hundred quid, I don't know off the top of my head. Um, you know, to have it literally, you walk in and Christmas is ready. I, for I would just love to do it with the whole family. Yeah. Well, there is that. So maybe there is a market for it. But all of this fits into um, what we've talked about a few times over the last few episodes about uh, alternative uses for, for your property. Mm. And we've actually had a, a listener message come in. Um, oh, we did on, on exactly that topic. Um, so we have got a listener message from. Alison via Kim, just in case you're thinking that the voice sounds familiar. Um, but yeah, we've got a, a message from from Alison who has um, a holiday let property down in the New Forest, and um, she's uh, got something to say about how she has used her property for uh, you know different alternative uses. Hi, Mark. Hi, Caroline. Kim here. Just leaving you a little voice note on behalf of one of my hosts who listens to the podcast but is quite shy. She would like to share her creative use for her serviced accommodation that has worked really well for bookings and also for direct sales too. She recently hosted a bridal party the night before the wedding and the professional photographer mentioned to the wedding coordinator at the venue about how great the house was. So they have this property in their portfolio now and as the bridal party tagged the florist, photographer, makeup artist, hairstylist, dress designer, etc., this exposes her property to hundreds more potential clients and she's already got now bookings for the 2024 wedding season. Anyway, we just wanted to share this little nugget to get your listeners' creative juices flowing. Best of luck. I think that's fantastic. Oh, that's such a lovely message, isn't it? so nice for her to reach out and, and actually take the time to, to you know, share with us how, how she's sort of, you know, managing to list the property. Yeah, thank you, and Thank you, Kim. To add to your multitude of skills, <laughs> professional voiceover artist, um, we can add that to the list now as well. But no, I th- I th- do you know what I love about that is the cross-marketing. I think it's just really clever. Yeah. Um, this idea of um, how we can use things like social media to, I guess, piggyback onto other audiences. Yes. Um, and th- I mean, that's certainly given us food for thought, you know, absolutely. And, and it's very much ties in with what we're trying to do with Stay New Forest in terms of the experiences and tagging that. And that, by association, exposes us to a wider audience. Yeah. So. I think you're you're absolutely thinking along the right lines there. And that's what we need to be doing in this industry, which is competitive. There are some areas of the country where people are worried that it's it's saturated within the holiday let market. And this is a great example of how you can be thinking outside the box, um, using collaborations with other businesses, other providers in order to drive your direct bookings. One thing I I did want to add just to the, the Christmas photo shoot thing, it may be something to think about when you're staging your property for listings. Um, we know how stressful that is because usually you're focusing on getting the listings exactly right. Your photographer saves things, everything. But it might be the case just have up your sleeve, perhaps some Christmas decorations, perhaps some Easter decorations, some happy birthday banners, so that you can actually use those for your listings as well. Just because so it's just so to show guests the versatility of your your mm. property. It, 
you know, just I was just thinking. But in practical terms as well, because we've had that recently um, with uh, with Kim and with Lee down at the uh, down in the New Forest, who are always um, they do everything they can to try and help us if we need to put something special on for a guest or we want to personalise a stay. But it's a big ask, you know, to ask them to keep traipsing out to to the shops or whatever to buy. Um, to buy stuff so if you've got I don't know a birthday pack a Christmas pack a celebration pack kind of at your property that can easily be deployed when you need to um, that's a great way of again systemizing the personal um, so no absolutely and and I think while we're on the topic of alternative uses um, people are familiar with the fact that Little A's was used for a uh, uh, documentary i want to say film set not film set mm-hmm. but a, a, a recording set and off the back of that on google which is um which is a, a great place for us to be um attracting reviews so that we can drive direct bookings we've had possibly the best review we've ever had i think mm. for any of our properties now it's quite a lengthy one but i think you're are you going to read it yeah i'm going to okay. read it I, I did actually want to use this for review roulette but i wasn't allowed to because i've seen it <laughs> oh we have to stick to the integrity of review roulette which is they are reviews that we've not seen before and this one we i clocked this one pretty quickly and this one stands out from the crowd so um come on and give it to us this is for little haze yeah little haze we booked to stay at little haze as an indie film crew and it was absolutely perfect for our needs. While we didn't film on the premises, this charming property gave us the ideal environment to meet, rest and celebrate some of our team's birthdays. It also had ample parking space for cars. The space is decorated with a lot of taste that filled every nook and cranny of the house. It oozed charm and character with a warm atmosphere that instantly put us at ease. The unique and artistic touches in the interior design made this place stand out as a special find. One of the nicest things was its open space. As a large film crew, we needed room to congregate, unwind and work. The spacious common areas were perfect for our gatherings, team meetings and the birthday celebrations we had planned. The outdoor area also had a serene backdrop and we were able to enjoy the surroundings and fresh air. The fact that all the bedrooms were en suite was a big win for us. It meant that everyone had their own private space to relax and recharge. The sleeping arrangements were absolutely top-notch, with big, comfortable beds that made for a restful sleep for all. The host was incredibly accommodating and responsive to our needs throughout our stay. They went out of their way to make sure that we had everything required for a memorable and stress-free stay. The process of checking in and out was easy and smooth. We left with great memories, photos and a strong desire to come back. Whether you're planning a film crew retreat or any other group event, this property is an absolute winner in every regard. Genuinely the best day I've had at an Airbnb ever. In the world. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) We love that. (laughs) <laughs> Boom, take that. How's that for a review? I think I might frame. Can I just read that last line again? Genuinely, the best day I've ever had at an Airbnb in the world, literally. <laughs> I'll take that. You missed out the ever. I, I slipped it in earlier in the sentence. Um, <laughs> yeah, amazing. I mean, that's it's, it's great when you get those sort of reviews. I mean, we need to employ that person to write our marketing material. Oh, no, it's fantastic. Yeah, so, I mean, fantastic review, obviously, but also... In a sense, that has also 
you know, for anyone that, that looks at that, that has opened um, us up to more markets, you know, people that might be looking at that property as more of an events venue. And, and we are, we do talk about it as being a venue um, and, and it has the capacity to be that. So, yeah, I mean, it's always nice to get reviewed. And, and it shows what a team effort is as well, because there's a huge amount that went into that property yeah. both from the property investment development side you know doing the deal and the way that we structured it to the interior design to the staging to the fact that our team are explicitly mentioned in that review because it's not just about the property you can have a great property but if you don't provide the customer service mm. then you know that that has an impact on the review and i just want to mention also sort of the linen that we use the linen is absolutely top quality and lee does a phenomenal job in in you know cleaning that and getting it ready for the bed they've got their own linen press and everything and the towels the towels are beautiful fluffy you know they you know that is just what contributes to that good night's sleep, isn't yeah. it? It's just lovely. So that was really cool. And then, again, it's on the topic of alternative uh, uses for property. So we have just got back, as we said, from being down in Yeovil for the last couple of days um, when um, – Function Room Yeovil had its first mm -hmm. outing. Thank you very much. So we ran the Net Gain Club. So those of you who've been listening for a while will know that we ran a property uh, trading company and um, we had our quarterly members meet up hosted uh, at Function Room Yeovil and it was fantastic. It went really well. Great space, worked really well, good conference facilities, nice breakout spaces, um, worked perfectly. So, you know, I can totally see how that space would work. Um, that doesn't mean to say I'm not still wielding my hammer ready to convert it, but I think um, we've got lots of photographs, lots of videos that we can now use to try and promote that space and raise awareness of it. And I think it's the sort of almost dual functionality of it, wasn't it? Because it was such a lovely day on Saturday. We were able to sort of take lunch outside, eat lunch on the patio. You know, there's a sort of sofa area where, you know, when the event had finished, we were able to sort of break out in much more comfortable seating. Uh, obviously, we've got the, the fridges to be able to have, you know. Yeah, it's a very multifunctional space. It works really, really well. So um, I would love to see lots of events in there. Um, I think we're going to have to be pretty hands-on as a team yeah. in marketing that. But, um, well, let's let's see. Let's see where we go with it. And lastly, on this topic, Head Candy um, oh, opens on Monday, right? So um, the new... Uh, uh, the new operator in in the salon that we've got at Eaton House. Um, she's been in and out for most of the last few days, making some changes to the salon, personalising it, and it's looking really nice. And I think it's going to make a big difference to us to have that presence at the just adds a bit of life to the place. It does, you know, it's like you say, and uh, it's just going to you know add a little bit more to that space. One thing I've remembered actually that we did do this week was we had a call with our account manager at Booking.com. Um, oh yeah, we did. Yeah, no, no, we had um, we had unfortunately good reason to have a moan again, and we're not going to go into that. Um, we, we just had a few gripes that we needed to go through, but one positive thing that came out of that conversation was we um, established, I think, why we have been getting a bit of a mismatch between the expectations of the guests and the the actual product and the service that we provide in house, and it's because it was that the actual listing type was a hotel. Mm. And what I had forgotten, I guess, is that when we listed the Madison, that is effectively listed as, in a sense, a block of apartments, yeah. um, self-contained apartments. So it's an apart hotel, but we listed it slightly differently. And we've never had those issues, or certainly not since 
way back when we first started. We had one. Yeah. Um, so we've switched that now, and it'll be really interesting to see if people now come into it with the right expectation. They're booking a, a studio or a suite within a, a block of apartments, if you like, as opposed to a hotel and everything that they have a preconceived idea about that comes along with being a hotel. So I think that's a watch this space one, definitely. Mm. Okay, it's time to talk sales and marketing with Jenna. Interestingly, we ran some statistics on the in-house after speaking to Jenna to record this segment, and it turns out that the proactive steps that she talks about in this episode have really actually shifted the dial on direct bookings at Eaton House quite a bit more than we thought it had, and we were pleasantly surprised. Um, We are only on the 7th of the month, and October already has just over 42% direct bookings. I mean, that's just amazing. Well, it's good. Um, It's well on our way. Uh, towards our target of 50% direct mm-hmm. bookings by Christmas. And that that's pretty encouraging for a new unit and particularly one as big as Eaton House because don't forget we've just immediately released 14 new individual units into a relatively small market. Yeah, and also we've had the issues where we had the mismatch. So I think to have got those direct bookings mm-hmm. is just phenomenal. They're clearly, it clearly is landing with, with, with people. But more so I guess what we're really saying here is, listen up, guys, this shit works. But not only that, we have a big announcement about something that is coming up very soon on the horizon for Jenna, personally. At least I think it's a big announcement. Well, it's certainly big. Um, as far as whether it's an announcement or not, um, I don't think we've mentioned it on the podcast so far. I don't think we have. Anyway, should we just get Jenna on the line to tell us more? Absolutely. Morning, Jenna. How are you doing? Morning. Good, thank you. How are you? I'm very good, thanks. And Caroline, how are you? I'm very well, thank you, Mark. How are you? <laughs> we managed to go, what are we, episode 21? We managed to go yeah. 20 episodes, 21 episodes, recording everything together. But for the first time, we are actually uh, at different ends of the country. So um, we're on a three-way Zoom here. So, um, yeah, it's, we, we've done well to get this far, how many miles we cover in any given week. But know, you've had yeah. to go back up to the Midlands. Um, you've covered some miles this week. I've covered some miles down to Yeovil, around to the New Forest, back over to Yeovil again today. So um, we yeah. couldn't quite coordinate being in the same place as each other. We'll cool. see how we get <laughs> See how we get on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, is, this is testing all our Wi-Fi and all our various different Wi-Fi providers as well, isn't it? <laughs> And our ability not to just talk over each other constantly. I know that's that's the thing I'm conscious of doing as well because I know sometimes I get a bit excited and try and interrupt, and I'm I'm desperately holding back. So they'll probably think, "Why is Caroline being so hesitant in this episode?" <laughs> no, it's it's quite hard, isn't it? Obviously, we're on Zoom, and in Zoom you've got the function to put your hand up, but then I think, "Oh my God, I could be there for ages with my hand up." <laughs> So, Jenna, you've had a busy week as well behind the scenes. You've been really pushing Eaton House, haven't you? We were just talking before we started recording. So why don't you give us a bit of an insight into what you've been up to on that front? Yeah, so Eaton House um, felt like it needed a bit of a push this week. So what I've gone back to historical, um, probably the last two months of being open and looking at all the corporate stays. So on certain um providers they will allow us to look at who is corporate and who's not um so yeah i've literally just gone through obviously our child automation pulls through their 
email, which is central to us, I think. Um, so I've just literally gone through all of those. So picked up I've got one, two, three, four, five, about 10 of those. Um, some of them have already rebooked. Oh, prior, fabulous. Yeah, prior uh, going through uh, the online agent, but now if I what I'm what my plan is is if I go through all of the corporate stays, contact them all, let them know they can book direct, get lots of benefits from booking direct, and then eventually put them through to the website as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, it just seems like they're getting a better discount for their for their business, and obviously we're we're getting direct booking. So it just seems like a really simple way to get business rather than them relying on booking.com or Airbnb. Yeah, I mean, it's important, isn't it? We, we have to use those OTAs because they're a shop window. But ultimately, our, and they do all that marketing for us, but ultimately, it's that conversion, isn't it? And it's having you there, creating that link, creating that relationship with all these corporate um, uh, companies that we have to deal with. And I think that personal touch is so important because, you know, it may be that they don't have a uh what you would call a, a standard stay they may want different requirements for different guests and i think that personal touch that you bring in is hugely hugely important and yeah it's, it's good to take from listening to this i think that it's not a, a set it and leave it exercise you know we need to be proactive just like you've been is that you know people don't want to be hassled but at the same time when we show to them that we can actually make their lives easier so quite often the person booking this accommodation might be the VA, uh, the pa or it might be someone in the, the hr department who doesn't want to be constantly scrolling through airbnb and and uh, and, and landing themselves with just some random accommodation so if you can show that you know all they need to do is just drop an email to you with their requirements or jump onto our website and they've got everything they need in one place then you know we start to convert people don't we and that's what this is all about yeah we've seen two this week already so we've got uh one actually booked directly through the website which is great uh so it's just pointing them to the website now as well as pointing them to myself um and one booked directly through myself. So yeah, definitely, if you think out of 10 emails sent, two rebooked through us, I think mm. that's the issue just in the first week of doing yeah. this. So if I just keep keep on this path, I, th- I feel like it will work. And obviously, that's just eating house. Yeah. So, you know, that, you know, we've got Madison and Delvin and Gateway Muse, which we could go, I mean, yeah. more historical. <laughs> yeah. I think it is really important, isn't it? And and once you get, it's almost like carving out all a, a, a space and time for you to be able to do this because it's not something you can kind of like dip in and out of. It requires sort of concentrated sort of effort, doesn't it, on your part to be able to do this. But almost it's like that whole process, isn't it? Once you get into that process, you know, you're smashing it out. It's like eating house, right? Delvin, do you know? Gateway Muse, do, and it, it's just. I, I would imagine it gets easier. Does it get easier? Do you think? Well, this is the first kind of week of of going through specifically picking out the corporates, but usually we've got a few contacts now that we worked I worked on previously in the past um, who always book direct through me now. Um, yeah. But I guess yeah, it will become a bit more streamlined because I would just get a template email, um, which I've sent to be fair through to most of them, but just changing the names and obviously the amount of bookings that they have. So it's knowing if they had two. Two, two, for instance, contractors booked, or it's just not being generic with it as well. Yeah, so it's, yeah. It's that personal touch, isn't it? Yeah, that's it, exactly. So, yeah, we're, we're, things crossed. <laughs> Good good. Stuff. Well, 
well done. One of the, one of the reasons that you're um, you're starting to direct them to the website as well. Do you want to tell our listeners why um, you're you're giving them that rather than uh, coming to you directly? Yeah, so I'm now, am I now? Yeah, so I'm 38 weeks pregnant now. So I, (laughs) we were just laughing before. Every picture we've had, I've been like gone from like really slim in the face to like just bigger and bigger. (laughs) desperate for us to tell the listeners that she's actually pregnant so they don't think that those are those of them that that follow what we're doing over on instagram don't think she's just kind of uh yeah we're we're using wide angle (laughs) coming mrs claus for the end of the year you're the only one that will notice it jenna i'm sure yeah yeah, absolutely so um well this this might be your last appearance on the podcast for uh for a few weeks who knows yeah so uh, We'll see. Um, yeah, just just trying to get things um, ready for that. So I've been creating a lot of air tables with information so that when I do go off that, you know, it doesn't get lost. We don't drop the ball. Um, and yeah, just getting things kind of squared away a little bit. Um, but come into their own right it's um you know we we've had to put quite a bit of future planning in place um obviously in the lead up to this and making sure that everybody in the team um knows what what buttons need to be pushed when when the time comes and and where where things need to be switched and that sort of thing and you know i've talked i talked quite a lot in the last episode about our new chat bot about q so we have um you know, we've been really pushing hard to get that ready. I'm not actually sure it will quite be there for for, for when you go. It depends, but um, but that that sort of thing is exactly uh, you know what we need in this kind of situation because it gives the whole team visibility over um, different communication threads. It allows things to be passed from one staff member to another seamlessly without having to to pick it up. And I, I was chatting to. Um, uh, to some mentees of mine, actually, who have recently started their own service accommodation business. Now, they got very excited about uh, training up a virtual assistant to do a lot of the day-to-day work, but they basically delegated 100% of those tasks to that virtual assistant um, without having any um, documentation or any sort of um, understanding themselves how to actually run it themselves that then that virtual assistant then decided that they couldn't do it anymore and they had <laughs> no idea how to run their business or how to even log on to any of their like channels and websites and all that sort of stuff so it's really important that we have that system in place so that you know being pregnant is a is a is an extreme example of that, but it, it might be that you're going away for a week, or Danielle's going away for a week, or we need to pick things up. And having that visibility across everything that's happening is really important, isn't it? Yeah, it's great about Airtable, isn't it? We can share so much on there um, for for to just have that exact, exact streamlining. Yeah, and it's like password sharing, and you know bits and pieces like that. It's 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 almost. It's again starting with the end in mind. It's planning for these scenarios and going, what if so and so wasn't available? What if we couldn't reach you? What if you know we weren't available? Would you have access to everything that you needed? So it's making sure that the business can run from multiple locations mm. by multiple people, um, rather than it being tied and attached to, to, to one person. If that person isn't there, then it's like a deck of cards that just collapses. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it's so important the way the business has moved on in the last few years since COVID is that so much more information is cloud based and people are working remotely. And, you know, you can't believe now that gone are the days of where everybody works in a big office block and you meet by the water fountain and exchange comments, views. We've, we've all had to change and, and be able to work in a much more streamlined, efficient way, which I think for our business is, is fantastic because, you know, I, I know sometimes like one of you, Jenna or Danielle, has had to go off and do something. Um, and even uh, you both live in the West Country and we are no, no, notoriously bad for black spots of Wi-Fi, isn't it? But both of you are there to kind of pick up on the things. And this will only get easier with Q when we've both when we've all got access to that that dashboard and we can see threads of communications between, you know, different clients and things like that. So I, I think, you know, it, it's um, I think the only um, what's it called? Uh, pinch point maybe in the communication system and how it works maybe me <laughs> i'm sat here thinking oh lord do i know how to do all this properly i hope, really hope i don't let jenna down <laughs> you'll be fine you'll be absolutely fine <laughs> oh dear i can just hear mark in my head caroline have you done that yet and i'm thinking oh god that was number seven on my list in my pink book and i can't find my pink book <laughs> well well oh, you will be sorely missed, Jenna, I'm sure. Yeah, you will. Like Caroline, who's going to pick up some of the, the, the comms side at Eaton House. But ultimately, you know, the whole, the wheels keep turning, which is great. You know, and we know exactly what needs to be done when the time comes. And then hopefully, that I mean, it couldn't be a better test for our new chatbot, could it? Throwing it in at the deep end here um, to, to see if it genuinely does filter off a lot of those inquiries or whatever, you know. Caroline's pulling her hair out within 24 hours. <laughs> oh, dear. No, and I have to say, Jenna, we're all really excited as well. Well, yeah, we're all really excited for you. So, yeah, it's fabulous. Yeah. Thank you. Excited and nervous over here. but <laughs> No, yeah, understandably, but hey. So, yeah, if you don't hear from Jenna over the next few weeks, well, we'll keep you all posted. I'm sure our listeners will want updates now that we've revealed the big news. So uh, it is imminent, so we will keep them all posted. Hey, we're going to have a, a cliffhanger sorted for the podcast for ages now. Wait. <laughs> of course, yeah. Built-in cliffhanger right here. Absolutely. Yeah. Did Jenna's baby smile for the first time this week, or was it just wind? Did she pop? Yeah. Jenna, thank you so much. I know. Thank you, um, Jenna. Yeah, I know you're busy, and obviously you've got a lot on your mind, and, and uh, uh, yeah, a lot to prepare for. So thanks for giving us time again to jump on the podcast. And uh, yes, all being well, um, we won't hear from you in a few weeks' time, and uh, but we'll, we'll keep everybody posted with progress. Thank you. Nice thank you, Jenna. <laughs> Take care. Bye. Bye. So on the way home from um, Eaton House today, we swung uh, past a new opportunity, didn't we? To have uh, another look at a potential new project, which is a really interesting one. Um, it's going to need a lot of research. We're mm -hmm. going to have to do a lot of number crunching on this one. Um, and we're going to really need to get confident with the demand in the area and, and not just, you know, when we talk about demand, I think people think we're talking about just how much, how much, how often, what's the nightly rate. We're talking about what is the target market here? What what niches exist within this area that we could potentially tap into? Because yeah. it's a big project, right? It is. It's the biggest project size-wise, isn't it, really, that we've looked at? Uh, 
Yes, probably. Yeah. yeah. Are you talking just pure square footage? Yeah. yeah, I don't think it is in terms of development. Um, I, I think I think we've certainly done bigger development projects than Madison Springs to mind. But in terms of just square footage, yeah, I think it would be the biggest. Yeah. And also, it's it's in a sense the most complicated because there's different spaces that lend mm. themselves to different usages. Usages, is that a word? Yeah. Different use. Um, so it's a case of very much thinking outside the box and visualising how it will work. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll need to get in, input from an architect on this one, I think, if, if we get that far with yeah. it. Um, we're not at that stage yet. I think, you know, there's a process to go through when it comes to analysing deals like this. And the first thing you need to ascertain is, you know, we start with the end in mind. Yeah, what, what, what do we think... Uh, there's a market for what could it be what's it likely to be worth once we're finished with it and we work backwards from that point because that will tell us whether or not it's worth us like spending any more time on it we don't want to start engaging architects and planning consultants and um you know potentially building contractors if we're not certain that, that there's something in it um, but it is a really interesting, it's a beautiful, oh, beautiful. building it's, it's an ex-care home we, we can't go into too many details because as we said, we're we're not sure yet that this is a deal. Not every property you look at, and this was certainly run down, so there's without doubt scope to add value. That doesn't mean it's a deal necessarily. So that's what we've got to ascertain. But stunning building, lovely, lovely, yeah. lovely village. Not 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 far from Yeovil, um, but a very different market. I feel. Yeah, I think much less the sort of corporate business days. You're sort of looking much more towards the sort of tourist market. I feel like so. I think so. So we have to really dig into that and, and you know, really ascertain it's quite sleepy. But yet but yet there was some there was some stuff going on in the yeah. local area, wasn't it? There were some some new serviced offices. There's a hotel with serviced apartments. I mean there clearly is a reason for people to come there, which we need to dig into. But beautiful, stunning property. I love the stone. It's a grade two listed. So that that in itself. So we've got a number of challenges with this one. Um, grade two listed, um, potentially conservation area. I don't know. We'd have to look at that. Um, and it's um, change of use, planning change of use. We think, we think uh, it's very unlikely. So, th so this is actually part, funnily enough, it's part of the chain that, that Eaton House was part yeah. of that collapsed. And given our experiences there, it's very unlikely that the previous owner has applied for any change in use. Um, and so, yeah, th there's a whole there's a whole list of things here. But again, we're possibly looking at a a, uh, a lease option, um, which would provide some scope and flexibility for those things to happen, and that would mitigate the risk to a certain degree. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 interest. I'm not going to say exciting. It's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, well, you're not supposed to be getting excited about well, I know, projects. I know. I, you know, I thought we were consolidating, but you know, when these things come along, uh, sometimes you have to look at it. And I have to say, I was more. I came away. It's you, you must go and see these things. You can't. This is not a paper exercise. You can't. You know, do this on a laptop. And we had floor plans, and we had photos, and we have videos. But just to get out there, um, get under the skin of it, quite literally. Um, you know, tread over the dead mice and um, <laughs> collapsed ceilings and all that sort of thing. It's a big project, but I came away feeling quite positive about it. Uh, enough to go away now and do really do the research. Yeah. I think. Yeah, um, that's good. But we'll keep you posted on that one. And it is it is important to so anyone that's listened to it. This who is a property investor, either current or 
budding, aspiring, um, taking care of your pipeline and, um, you know, making sure you've, you've got other deals sort of, you know, spooling up in the background mm. is important, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we, we will keep you posted on how this one plays out, if at all, over the next few weeks. Well, that's a wrap for episode 21. Cliffhangers this week? Well, that's an easy one. Jenna. Jenna. Is, <laughs> is Jenna going to pop anytime soon? We will certainly keep you posted on that one. Keep an eye out. Give us a follow over on Instagram and we'll keep you guys posted with what's happening over there. Um, we've got a really busy week coming up again next week. So tune in for the next episode to find out about what we've been up to. And to make sure you get alerted every time we drop a new episode, please like, follow and subscribe wherever you are listening. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please leave us a review on your platform of choice and tag us on socials at secret service podcast and uh, we're on the lookout for other hosts to appear on at your service so if you run a holiday let service departments or even a hotel and you want to come and have a chat to us about it on the pod then send us a message over on instagram cool thanks guys have a good one everybody have a good week see you next week take care bye bye yeah it's fine this is a take a screenshot of my fat face people will be like it's every episode i've got fatter <laughs> people are like <laughs> Because she's literally like going through. I love it. <laughs> and I thought you'd thinking, I wish they'd say I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like ballooning as I'm. And it's a photo you put on the, like last couple of weeks, the week or something. I literally was like, oh my god, my face is so. <laughs> Where's my eyes gone? They've like lost. <laughs>